The following talk was given at the Insight Meditation Center in Redwood City, California. Please visit our website at audiodharma.org. So this morning I invited you to notice the energy in your body as you're doing walking meditation and as you're meditating here in the hall. And so I want to talk a little bit more about this quality of energy and it's called virya in Pali and I've been just enjoying practicing with this over the last week specifically. Um, So various simply translated as energy Um, but there's other words that it's translated as and they are vigor exertion effort perseverance persistence diligence strength and power so I love those are all just words that bring a lot of um, inspiration to me and I thought of a couple images to put all those words together and I thought you know what better image than this beautiful statue here that we have of the Buddha and how the Buddha's posture exemplifies this energy, this strength, this power. And I believe Gil had referred to it as a, um, a candle burning without wind, you know, the strength of that. So the quality of virya or energy is really important in our Buddhist tradition. And specifically, so it is in several lists, which I won't mention, but the important lists that energy is in are the factors of awakening. So the seven factors of awakening. And then those 37 factors of enlightenment, which are called the wings of awakening, which it is said that the Buddha said that those encompass the heart of his teaching and energies in there more than once. So it's a a very important quality. Um, But the application of virya or energy is an art form, right? Because energy, mind, all of you, the energy changes throughout the day. And so it takes mindfulness to discern when I need to bring more energy to the moment or when I need to bring less energy and, you know, bring some calm to the moment. So I was, I was experiencing this this past Sunday when I do this class. It's called a spinning class. It's riding a bicycle in the gym. And so the spinning is the wheels spinning and what's very powerful about this class is that they have each bike has a monitor. So there's a console in the very front of the room with colors reflecting how much energy you're exuding 
on your bike. So this was direct feedback for me about how my particular um, way of being in the world is that um, red is the highest level where you're expending the most energy and blue is when you're either warming up or cooling down. And then there's three colors in between. So the idea is that you want sustained energy, enduring energy, which is the quality of Viria. And when I first started this class, I was often in the red and then close to the blue, right? Because what happens when (laughs) there's a lot of expending of energy is that there's burnout. So the instructor is giving us various instructions of how we're supposed to increase or decrease the energy, but you can see on the console. So this this made me um, happy to see, oh, okay. And over the months, I've been able to monitor myself and be able to have more of the middle way, those middle colors. And so in the same way, I noticed in my meditation practice, right? Because as we are in our life, as we are in our meditation practice. So I was noticing that I have this way of kind of over-efforting. And um, I was talking to Andrea Fella about this. And she talked to me about something that I had not heard of in all these years um, that she said is relaxation meditation. And my brain just went, what? <laughs> because my personality tends to be, you know, how is that? And so she described this, um, which I can, you know, share with anyone who wants to talk later on after the, with more detail. But the way that it works is that you're asking your body how is it, show me how you want to relax in this moment. What parts of my body need to be softened, need to open, need to relax? And this is a really powerful practice for me. So that's in my sitting meditation, which also has helped me sustain longer periods of sitting. Right, so this has been very important for me. And then in my daily life practice, I noticed that um, when I spoke with Gil about some of the things I'm doing in my life and this and that, he often has encouraged me to, here's his words, oh, well, is there a way that you can do all those things, but just in an easeful manner? And uh, I, I hadn't considered that as an option, right? So I was trying to figure out how would I do this and this and this, but I was seeing those as, you know, how I could bring my full self to it, almost like that over-efforting. So, you know, I mentioned this morning that way of leaning into the next activity or how are we pulling back from it. So my tendencies to lean into. So you can just, you know, connect in with your 
own experience. And, you know, what is that for you? How is it that you are using your energy? How does that play out in your sitting meditation, in your daily life? So one of the things that I've been practicing with in my daily life um, is to continue when I find myself with a higher level of energy is to say to myself the words soften. How can I soften in this moment? How can I open? How can I be present with what's happening with some ease? And I love this because it it reminds me of anyone who does yoga. Um, There's a way that a couple of poses that I would go into that are difficult for me. And the instructor would say, how can you have ease in this pose? Stay in the pose, but how can you bring some ease into your body and mind in this pose? And that really helped me because I thought, oh, that's what I can use in daily life. You know, as we all have challenges, how can I be in this situation and just bring some ease to it so that the energy can be balanced throughout the day, throughout that activity. So I've been, in my practice lately, focusing on bringing a sense of slowing down because that's my tendency to speed up. You have to check out for yourself what's true for you. If you tend to be more slow or lethargic or tend more towards the sloth and torpor, then you want to bring more energy into your practice and daily life. But for me, it's slowing down. And I love this quote by Thich Nhat Hanh. Um, He says, life is so short, we should all move more slowly. And I know that's true for me. And maybe, can't speak for the Bay Area, but it does seem like there's a lot of energy in this area. (laughs) Um, So... With mindfulness, can we tune into what it's like to be in the body, what our energy level is like? And as I mentioned this morning, it's a mindfulness practice. So it's been a beautiful experience for me to notice what's the energy in my body? I have to really tune in to all parts of my body. And is the energy a lot up here in my, you know, in my thinking mind? Someone described it like this beehive of energy. Um, And if that's the case, which sometimes it is, can I allow my energy to drop, to soften, to open? And what's important about this is yes, it's a, it's a powerful mindfulness practice. It also helps us t- 
to have that sustained energy throughout the day, the, the persistence, the vigor that this word invokes. But it also does something else. It opens the energy channels in our body so that the wisdom and the compassion that we have can freely flow so that we are able to be really fully present with ourself, with other people, in a way that's just flowing, compassionate. The wisdom can arise. Because I know when I'm feeling contracted and tired or some kind of aversion, some kind of imbalance in energy, then I'm not able to be fully present for myself or others. Things aren't flowing, especially with contraction. But even with the high energy, there's no patience and it's kind of scattered, right? So there's so much benefit when we can bring that balance into our body. The heart can open, we can connect with our wisdom, with our compassion. So, may you all enjoy a day of balance in the body, ease in the mind, for your benefit and the benefit of all beings. Thank you.